Very special guest now, and uh, well, he's covered upwards of 300 test matches. Legendary sports commentator with the ABC, been there, well, I think since 1973. Jim Maxwell joining us. Jim, a very good morning to you. Good morning. How's it going? It's sunny here, and that's a good sign. We might get through the day without getting wet, which will be very pleasing. That's good. Is this your eighth tour to the subcontinent, Jim? Oh, well, actually... I'm, I'm not going this time. I've decided that uh, I'll keep my, uh, my my pipe filled for the ashes and let a few of the younger blokes go up. As you've suggested in your remarks there, I have been around for a while, so it's probably time to give <laughs> mother fellas the chance. And India's a bit in your face, so um, as resilient as I might be, I, I think it's it's time for someone else to uh, in, enjoy the, the challenge of uh, keeping their patience in India. Jim, how do you think the boys are going to go over there, mate? We've obviously had a successful summer. We've got a lot of experience in our squad now, but this is a uh, this is a you know a really tough challenge winning in those conditions. Well, I'm, as I'm sure you recall, Michael, from 2004, Australia won the toss and batted the first three games, and I think uh, that was a, a useful part of what came afterwards. And so, but it does seem. And recent tours to India, winning the toss and batting is a very important part of it mm. because more often than not, the pitches deteriorate sometimes more quickly than they'd want. So um, uh, whether Pat Cummins is as good at two up, I don't know. He's just mm. won five tosses, but he wasn't calling. Um, so that'll be an interesting part of it all. But we've got a very experienced side, and I think the visit to Pakistan uh, last year and the way Australia played with um so, so much con- control and commitment. Um, yeah, I think they can go very well if they stick to their main attack most of the time, which is the pace attack. Uh, I think they can do the business with some reverse swing on abrasive surfaces. And uh, yeah, their batting looks all right. I, I don't think I've ever, see- ever seen Steve Smith in such uh, uh, tremendous form. So I, I think uh, we get a chance for sure. Uh, good morning, Jim. Great to speak to you, mate. Um, just on the Australians' preparation, and we know that you know a lot of these players um, are tired and they need to to rest. And um, you know, going to India and then backing up in the Ashes is a long season um, ahead. And we've discussed on this program about what the right preparation is for the Australians, and they're having no lead-up game over there in India, and they've been practicing at North Sydney on these um, pitches that hopefully mm. will suit um, or you know replicate what India might might toss up. Um, what do you think is the best preparation for an Australian team to go to India is? Well, I think the important part of that is to be confident, to be in some good form, which you'd have to say this Australian team is, apart from the injuries to Stark and, and, and Green, which may be overcome fairly quickly. Um, they're in pretty good nick, OK? They, they didn't beat um, very strong teams during the, the last summer, but you know, they, they, they keep on doing what they need to do. And if they can carry that confidence into this series, and, and they, they've clearly decided after a, a, a number of tours there where the practice matches haven't helped them much, but the, it's, you're better off being in the nets on surfaces, hopefully, that are prepared to, to behave like the, the pitch in the middle of the ground. So um, I, I think they've, they've worked out that that's a better way to go about it uh, than in these matches that they play beforehand. We'll, we'll see. But if you get off to a strong start in any test series, particularly playing away from home, um, you've got a chance. And, um, of course, in 2004, that's what a, Australia did. 
And uh, hopefully with the experience in this side, um, they'll be able to do that because um, uh, Pat Cummins has, has got a, a, a very a strong all-round team who's played a, a lot of test match cricket now. So uh, you'd like to think with the, with the few deficiencies in the Indian team, there's no Panther, there's no Jasprit Bumrah, um, they'll be hard to replace, particularly Pants batting at number seven. Uh, just extraordinary. So I think we're in, in pretty good shape, but um, we'll wait and see. See what the pitches are going to be like. I don't think even we, we know what they're going to be like. Probably you, the Indians don't know until the groundsman turns up and says, OK, this is what we're doing. Yeah, well, I think we can assume that what India want, India will get, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, tell me about this number six position. If Cameron Green's not bowling, do they still pick him as a specialist batsman? Do they then go three quicks and two spinners? Do they bring in another all-rounder? What is the right 11 for this Australian squad? That's a good question. And I suppose, again, it depends on how they they see the, the pitch, but... I mean, four four good bowlers with a, a, a occasional backup of a of a Travis Travis Head, uh, maybe even Steve Smith. Um, you can't win a Test match with your four best bowlers, assuming they will stay fit. Um, well, then you're having an, an extra bowler, particularly another spin bowler. If he's not good enough, I wouldn't bother. I'd just go with three quicks and line, and um, bring in Renshaw at, at this point. At number six, as as he was in the in the Sydney Test, there will be a time where Carey will bat at six in a Test match, but I don't think at the start of a series that's that's the thing to do. Jim, such a unique place to tour, and I'm sure call cricket as well. What Test match sticks out in your time uh, of being over there, and, and you, know, you go from the Tide Test to the amazing partnership. Uh, between Laxman and Drava to the series win in 04. Is there one test or, or one day being at, at a ground there in India that sticks out above the rest? Well, 2001 was arguably the greatest series ever played between Australia and India, with Australia winning in Mumbai just after the death of Don, Don Bradman on the back of Hayden and Gilchrist. Extraordinary batting on a turning surface. Australia won in three days. And then um, the turnaround at Eden Gardens. Why aren't they playing at Eden Gardens? They haven't played this since 2001. Um, anyway, that, that was the most amazing test match you'd ever want to see with Australia enforcing the follow-on and losing the game spectacularly on the last day. And uh, and then the third third test in Chennai, um, India won by just two wickets. It could have gone either which way. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that's the the, be- the best three test series certainly I've, I've, I've ever seen and uh, if they could get that kind of cricket quality of cricket again uh, they'll probably be struggling without Tendulkar's presence on that score but still um, I'm sure it'll be competitive and, and thrilling, thrilling to watch. We've also seen a lot of change in the game no doubt Jim and, and you know a lot of debate at the moment particularly after South Africa I think surprisingly were lacking in competitiveness, let's face it, over the summer we've just seen. So how fearful are you about the future of Test cricket at the moment? I think outside Australia, India and England, uh, I'd be very fearful of it because of the congestion of the schedule more than anything else with more and more T20 franchises coming around. And and there's going to be a big uh, development 
in, in America as soon as the Americans can get their act together. But uh, the Indian influence there will be very strong. Plenty of their corporate money will be coming into the game. And we've got them at the moment, at any rate, if it goes ahead, the 2024 uh, T20 championship being played a lot in America. And then uh, perhaps cricket at the Olympics in Los Angeles and in 28. So I think America is going to become part of the scene, which will put more pressure on their schedule to fit test matches in. And really, uh, the lesser nations who aren't very financially viable will need to be playing more white ball cricket in order to sustain themselves. So I think at the margins, test, test cricket's going to be struggling. But I'd love to think that uh, when we're all long gone, we'll still be playing for at least the Ashes and, and the Border Gavaska Trophy. Well... Let's uh, enjoy the here and now. It's going to be a great series. And, uh, of course, the Ashes coming up later in the year as well. Jim, appreciate mm-hmm. your time this morning. It's a, it's a pleasure to have a chat.